If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. So, you want to make saving fun and turn it into a little game with levels, bonuses, and prizes. Level 1, put 20 bucks aside each week. That'll give you over a thousand bucks a year. Or you can try the stairway approach. Each month, you take a step up and add $5 to your goal. January, $20 a week. February, $25. After a year, you'll have almost $2,500. Now, you just need a sweet piggy bank. Since we're talking about a game here, why not add more players? Maybe some family members or close friends. Make it into a little friendly contest. Whoever saves the most over a certain number of months gets a free ice cream courtesy of everyone else. I like that. If you're up for a challenge, here are a couple of good ones. The 365 Money Saving Challenge. First, you choose a small amount to save on a daily basis and add 50 cents to that each month. January, a buck a day. February, 150. That'll get you to well over a thousand by the end of the year with a bunch to spare. Or you can do it by days. Stash a dollar on Monday, two on Tuesday, three on Wednesday, four on Thursday, and what do you think? Five on Friday? Okay. Then take the week off. You deserve it. When Monday rolls around, start it up again. That's almost 800 bucks a year. Totally enough for a blowout New Year's party. Now, if you don't feel like counting your money on a daily basis, just pop 15 bucks in the piggy bank every Sunday night. Once that becomes part of your routine, you've got it made. Not into saving a trash bag full of small bills? I hear ya. You can always skip up to pro level and try the no-spend challenge. Buy groceries on the first of the month and pay your bills in advance. Then give yourself a couple of dollars a week for any unforeseen expenses, in case your boss wants to grab a coffee with you or something. Apart from that, nothing. That means no new clothes, haircuts, gadgets, and yup, candy. No more sweet, sweet candy. <clears throat> if you're up for some living-on-the-edge level savings, try going half seas with yourself. Your goal is to put half your income aside for a couple of months, or even an entire year. What do you think millionaires do? I like the empty your pockets method. You come home, and before you do anything, you empty your pockets into a jar. No receipts or questionable tissues, please. Coins, a couple of ones, and any big bills you forgot to put back in your wallet. My tip? Make that jar nice and big. You'll feel awesome when you manage to fill it. Then it's time to go to that machine at the grocery store that counts your coins. Some give you cash, others give you gift cards. Either way, it feels like free money. You could always go grandpa style. Well, my grandpa at least. Just save the fives. Every single $5 bill goes in a secret stash whenever you get change. Don't count it or make any sort of strict plans. Just let the pile grow for at least six months or a year. Then you can put it all in the bank or do what my grandpa used to do. Go on an epic grocery shopping extravaganza on January 1st. This method might not make you rapper rich if you pay with a credit card most of the time. But by the end of the year, you still might be in for a nice little surprise. Track your buying habits. If you prefer the old-school way, pick up a notebook or one of those budget planners. If you're the kind of person who just loves to lose things somewhere under your bed, there are tons of useful apps you can use. 
Don't just write everything down all jumbled up. Split it up into categories. Bills, rent, entertainment, sports, food. That way, you can see where your money's going and find the category where your saving willpower is the weakest. Maybe you visit that restaurant on your way to work a little too much. They even know your name. That's never a good sign. Deep down, you know the solution. Search around for some new cooking ideas, open a cookbook, or call your family for that secret pasta sauce recipe. Cooking at home is usually healthier and cheaper, but it also helps you plan your meals in advance. Planning is saving. Mmm, I'm really starting to sound like my grandpa. When you already know your menu for the week, it's easier to stick to your shopping list and not spend money on impulse buys. Level up. You're at the grocery store. Look for whole veggies and stuff instead of pre-cut foods and buy seasonal fruits and vegetables. How do you know if it's in season? It's almost always the cheapest thing on the shelf. Don't buy stuff during the holidays. That's when the shops really get you. Just wait a few weeks. After-season sales are prime shopping opportunities. Ask your best friend, do they want a small present now or a way better present in a couple of weeks? (laughs) What would you say? If you're already in the store, try the 10-second rule. Every time you want to buy something, hold it for 10 seconds. Does it make you feel happy, or is it kind of silly? Here's another challenge. Find one thing you spend money on almost every day. It's coffee, isn't it? This may sound a bit extreme, but you don't have to get off the caffeine train forever. Just make your coffee at home. It tastes even better when you do the math. Say your coffee's right around a buck fifty, and you get it every day. That's like 500 bucks right there. You could buy a $500 state-of-the-art coffee machine, then every year after that, free coffee for everyone! Or not. Give yourself a fine every time you oversleep, spend all day scrolling your feed, forget to take out the trash, forget to feed your cat. Just pop a dollar in a jar every time. Your bad habits might finally start paying off. You don't always have to pay for everything with money. What about the good old barter system? Buying stuff with other stuff. Back in the day, people used to pay with food, spices, tea, even salt. You used to be able to pay your rent with onions about a thousand years ago. What kind of stuff are you good at? Give your friend's car an oil change. Groom your neighbor's dog. See what they have to offer. You might get a home-cooked meal, a free haircut, their old bike. Eh, it makes it exciting. DIY is totally back in these days. Make your own chemical-free, eco-friendly detergent, cleaning spray, soaps, even shaving cream. Cheaper, better, plus you'll learn something. Vinegar, olive oil, bicarbonate of soda, way cheaper than cosmetics and industrial cleaners. A nice way to save on presents is the classic holiday gift exchange. Everyone writes their name on a paper, it all goes into a funny hat, like mine here, and everyone pulls out a name. Now, you'll only have to buy one person at work a present. Take a look at the free activities your town has to offer. Swap out a movie and popcorn for a free concert, free art gallery or museum. Some places give free classes, like how to make a sushi roll or make pasta from scratch. Unplug your electronics and appliances, within reason. Even if they're off, they could still be costing you. It's called phantom power. The average American family has around 20 to 40 home devices that could still be using up some juice when they're plugged in and switched off. Stuff like your router, TV, printer. Just don't save time for some random future. Put some money away for something fun, too. Like a short summer vacation, concert tickets, or a new phone. 
It's going to make you feel awesome to know that you bought something expensive just by putting away a few quarters here and there. Last tip, don't take it too seriously. If you tried a savings challenge but it didn't work out, just try another until you find the right one for you. Makes sense, huh? Sense, get it?